What's good, dude? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh. Hello? Fuck yeah, I got you, man. Yeah, well, there we go. There we go. Good stuff, man. How are you? I'm good. <clears throat> Today was a good day. Started out with a good little run. The sun was out. It was, uh, it was like 60 degrees, 59, 60. So took advantage of that. Got some good vitamin D. Um, it was a good day, but it was a good day. What about you on your end? Dude, it's been uh, zero complaints. It's been good. Um, it's uh, it's it's not fucking sixty degrees here for sure. <laughs> it's it's definitely colder. I hear it. Yeah, we it's, got lucky. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, it's rainy season here, uh-huh. so we uh, it's gonna be off and on rain for the next six months, five months probably. Oh, okay. Right. And, It'll go basically from now until about April, May. Right. March is usually like a decent, um, we'll get like some sunshine, some hints of like warmth and shit. But Mm -hmm. for the next little while, you just got to kind of get used to it being cold outside and like straight to the bone through the water. Shit. Right. Right. (laughs) But you know, like, dude. I could be somewhere else, and it could I could be a completely different person, and my life could be so much worse. Oh, yeah, of course. It's just weather. Weather conditions, it, of course. Right? It just stops me from being able to go on walks or, you know. And some, some people get super fucked up from this weather, right? Because, obviously, they're not getting that vitamin D, and they're not getting the all the, the nutrients that they need, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it fucks them up, but it... Seasonal um, effectiveness, effectiveness disorder, SAD mm-hmm. or whatever it is called, does not really affect me. Mm. Right? I my my stuff's based on past shit and the breaking up of like friendships. Mm-hmm. Right? But I don't like, I don't, I don't wake up in the morning. I have no reason to wake up in the morning feeling sad. Of course. Right? Like I don't have enough. Like, I don't have any reasons to be like, oh, my life sucks. Right? So I've been training myself and, and programming myself just to, like, wake up and feel good and get out and mm-hmm. go take on the day and just, you know, like, make the most of it. So yeah. I, got, I got a batch of dinos going right now. I had to go do some shopping for a couple of hours. Right here, man. Sure. Right. Got but but got some dinos. Got uh, on the go. They're uh-huh. they're heating up, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pipe them, and I'm gonna have to uh, um, what's the other thing? Put them. I'm uh, I have to press the other ones out, and I have to pipe the new ones in. And I got one more one more batch of like what I'm doing right now. So mm-hmm. like I have this one, and then I have one more, and then an order's complete, and how I look at shit. And I think if people really looked at entrepreneurship or running a business or however it is through um, unlocking achievements, it would be a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Right. So right now, the moment that like, in a, if this was a video game, I'd be making the dinos. And then when I drop them off, I'll get a reward. Yeah. Right. I'll, it'll be an achievement unlocked and I'll fucking go to town. Right. I'll have, you know, like I get I get cash on this one, which is mm-hmm. nice, but sometimes it's trade. Sometimes it's other shit. But 
none of that happens until I do the work. Yeah. That's right. a fact. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask you, how long does like, how long does like it take for a, like a batch of dinos? Right. Okay. So every single dosage is different, uh-huh. right? So let's go off of like a standard, what I normally do, which is about a hundred milligram piece, right? So they come in batches of, between 200 and 240 pieces and the whole entire time takes between I would say four, five, or six hours. Gotcha. Right, and we're talking about if you had to do it from scratch and you had no supplies on you, right, you had like the the equipment but you needed to go and buy like the ingredients, mm-hmm. right? So including shopping time, um, wait time and work time, it's about four to five hours. But if you are smart like me, you can do two batches at once and it's only an extra hour. Meaning that it's um, one batch takes four to five hours, mm-hmm. two batches in the same pot doing it the way that I know how to do it takes six hours. So if I do two at a time, I'm cutting out four hours of work. Gotcha. Right? So that's what I normally do. Right? Oh, man, you've done it so many times. That's that experience. It is, man. Uh-huh. And the other thing is, is that my prices were super low before, right? And now I'm slowly, with everybody coming on, new people coming on, I'm able to, like, set a standard price, mm-hmm. which is really nice. But it takes years. And, like... To any business, it's, yeah. Right, and the other thing is, it's super important for us to learn when to raise our prices. Mm. Right, because we still live, like, I don't like cash, I don't like money, I don't give a fuck about that shit, but it's better in my pocket than somebody else's. Mm. And I'm not even trying to be a dick about things. Right? <laughs> I'll put it to better use. Yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> You're actually going to really spread that light, that love, you know, to really help somebody with that, you know, to really actually do something, to really take massive action. And if somebody else isn't going to do anything, that's true. I agree. Right. So that's that's what I do. Right. And what is the thing that I go back on all the time, not back on, but like think about all the Mm -hmm. time that keeps me motivated to do this. Mm-hmm. is that I learned how to do this from scratch. Mm. Nobody came in and taught me. Nobody showed me how to do this. Yeah. Right? Except for the internet. Yeah. Right? I went online and I looked. This, this is how simple it was. I looked mm-hmm. for, I, looked, I went to Google, looked for how to bind cannabis to um, gummies, and went through several recipes until I found one that I liked. Then did a sample batch of that one. Um, Yeah, did a sample batch of that one. um, And it did not turn out good at all. Like it was it was terrible. It worked. They went together. Right. Like it, 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 it all binded. But they tasted like absolute shit. Yeah. 
right? And it was because of the water, because I didn't want to use corn syrup. Mm. I wanted to make a product that was corn syrup free, mm. right? So these dinos, the things that I make, do not have any corn syrup in them whatsoever. There will be products that we release that have corn syrup in them because I'm going to partner with people that don't have the same morals and ethics as I do in that end. So they will be able to do that, right? I don't really want to put corn syrup in my products, right? But it's, uh, I'm going to lose out if I don't too. It's not like a negative thing. It's, it's more of like um, offering both. Yeah. Right. And, but the thing is, is that I, with the, the initial recipe, I had to tweak it with uh, – I use frozen juice, right? Because if, if you've ever had, have you ever had frozen juice without adding water to it before? What type of juice? Like juice from the freezer aisle. Oh, okay. So like fruit punch or like uh, orange punch I use today. And I use uh, Minute Maid makes a, a mango one as well. Yeah. So I, add, I mix orange punch and mango together. And then I uh, mix peach and orange jello together. Mm add some gelatin, mix those together, and then through the process of binding, which I will not declare on here because anyone can find a recipe. I want people to actually work towards knowing how to bind shit instead of just being like, oh, this is how you do it. Of course, man. That's what makes right. us individual. That's what makes us unique. Yeah, some secrets need to be kept. 100%, man. Right, and some secrets you can, you know... You can share some things you can share, some things you should, you know, people should at least work for a little bit. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like the so I did that and they tasted great, but they were inconsistent, meaning that some of them really fucked you up hard and some of them didn't really do much, Mm. which Mm. meant that it wasn't spreading enough out there because what I was doing was I would I would. I would, I would just heat it to, I would, what I would, okay, start again. I would use two pots. One pot would have the oil in it and one pot would have the gummy mixture in it, right? And then I would, uh, I would heat the, the gummy mixture up to a certain degree and I would do the binding, like I would get the ingredients ready for binding on the other one and then I would marry them together. But I didn't let them sit long enough and stir them long enough for it to go all throughout the recipe. I would mix it together, stir it, and then pipe it out. Mm. Right. So there was like, so now what I do is I get it up to a certain temperature. I bind them together. Then I let that temperature drop over the span of like, I turn off the heat and I just let the temperature drop 10 to 15 degrees while stir it, like stirring it periodically. Mm. And since then, I haven't really had an issue with people saying these don't work. Yeah, they, if anything, if anything, people say that they bang them too much. Gotcha. Right, which is always, you know, a good thing. Yeah, man, consistency is key. If yeah. Whatever you got, you know, a, a product, you know, whatever it is, man, if it can stay at a consistent high level. I mean, people would be running for it. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, because it's providing them with something that they can bank. You know, it's, it's, it's consistency is really what it's for. 
Exactly. Right. Well, and the beauty is, dude, is that these can be done anywhere. Mm. As long as the ingredients exist, they can be done anywhere in the world. So as long as a place has cannabis, jello, gelatin, and a couple other ingredients, Mm. you're good. Right? So, you know, America will be a really good testing ground to see how these do. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, I already got a, I already have a ton of people that the moment that I get into the U.S. and I have them available will want to buy them. Will want them. Right? And, you know, there's a good chance that, oh, yeah, down there. Um, you know, there's a good chance that bigger companies will like them too. Oh, and yeah. what I'll what what I'll be able to do is set up like mini kitchen franchises all across the United States and pair them with mini sales franchises. I was about to say cool brand, yep. Right, that that do the distribution and delivery side of it and we'll be able to get it all over the United States. Exactly. Right, and all that matters. This is the only thing that matters. When orders come in, orders get fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I've been in operations for three years, and that's the only thing I focus on. I don't focus on generating anything, dude. I literally don't. I don't. I don't go after finding people. I don't. I just when orders come in, I make sure that they're done, and I drop them off, and I get my achievement for that day or that moment. Yeah. And I move on and I just basically know that at some point they're going to order again. So I don't really worry. I don't worry about it. I just wait until they call and I make sure that their order gets complete and I get back to life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the other thing that I was really smart on, which God, man, if I was honestly, if I could do this all over again, uh-huh. I would still hope that I would have this setup I have right now. I would just be further ahead in life. Right? Like my my expenses are next to nothing as an adult that's living on his own. Mm. Or not on his own. I have a roommate, but you know, like I don't I don't live at home. I don't have you know, like my mom supports me in big, big ticket items that I might need help with, but you know, like I find ways to pay that back. Right? Just like yeah. any any loan that you should have, I work towards paying that back. Right. So, but you know, for the most part, it's all me, like where I'm at in life right now, right. It's all predicated on me doing shit. Yeah. Right. And as long as, as long as I complete the task at hand, I'll always be okay. Yeah. And, but, but what's beautiful about it is, um, I continue to meet people through my, my network that want these things. Right. So like one guy will get them like them and will basically how it works is my prices are so affordable that they're able to flip them to their friends and either get shit for free and like not feel like they're ripping off their people. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you think about it this way, let's say that, let's say that you had an edibles habit of, $20 a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're spending that anyways. 
you're you're gonna give that to a complete stranger that you don't really know anyways right or or in that sense right like you're going you might go to a dispensary or you might get it off the black market but you're going to be paying that out anyways yeah knowing that and even though i know that you and i are cool i would much rather you give me that twenty dollars than give it to anybody else yeah but on reverse, I will also make sure that you get a better product. You get more of that product, but I still want that 20. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. But in return, you will then be able to, if you have people that eat and consume, be able to flip that. So like, let's say that you got, let's say that you got double the amount of what you would normally get. You'd be able to cut your pile in half and offload half of your stuff and get your money back. Yeah. You might actually be able to get more depending on like that. But like, that's kind of how it works with me. Right. Is I do my best to get people that consume a lot off of me an opportunity to get it for free by just buying a little bit more and in a sense, selling it to their friends and family and, and people they know. And every once in a while it lands into like a big fish that then I take over. Mm. Right. So right now I, one of my buddies, one, just one guy has introduced and connected me to um, at least one guy, if not now going to be two, which might set me up into a kitchen. Wow. And um, the also become a partner on a site and be able to, get off of both ends wow yeah so and it's off of one dude who i'm friends with who i do episodes with now on this thing i finally convinced him to do that and we're going to start like a a water company and an emf company we're going to do a lot of stuff for human health um but and he doesn't even like the the beauty of him and this is how we work until i get into his program or he comes into mine yeah is we just refer the bigger people because he, he, I refer people to him and don't ask for anything in return. And he refers people to us, or to me, and, and doesn't ask for anything in return. Mm. We just do that, right? Because that's part of the network, right? So when I have, when it turns into, when it's small people, he, take, he keeps them. So like a small, when people have like small amounts, he, he takes those on because he can he gains extra dough off of that, right? Yeah. But on the bigger people that are ordering a lot more or more frequently, or he's not truly as connected with, I take those over and they, you know, one of them out of out of everyone that he sent me has turned turned into a supreme regular. And um right, which is which is super dope, right? But 100%. I got I got really lucky that I got a lot, like I had people from the beginning want these. Right. I never really had, there were, dude, there have been almost, I would say this is what would scare most people Mm -hmm. until you fucking recognize. So if you live your life by patterns Mm -hmm. and, and patterns and moments, instead of like meetings, like the time, like, like, um, exact time in meetings, right? If you just live your life by like moments. Yeah. Um it makes it a lot easier. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. 
What were we on? Um, I know you're saying uh, the dude you were connected with, you guys were both networking with each other, um, helping each other. Um, right. Kind of on the line. What, what was I just saying? Oh, fuck me, man. My apologies. Oh, you're all good, man. I got, I got, I, I'm, I'm doing two things at once, right? I like, know, I'm doing I, I the dinos, too. but also. I, yeah, I thought I heard you in the back making them, so. Some must be multi there. Right. Fuck yeah, man. I've been training myself to do that though. Um, because I've been recording a like a basically I'm doing my best to record a diary a day. Oh, okay. So when I have free time, I record myself. Right, and I just do episodes. So like imagine just opening anchor and talking. Okay. And just talking about your day, talking about what went on. Right, and so you know, I'm up to 16 episodes. That's dope, man. Of, of doing that, and you know, like I have, I I don't know technically if I have multiple different users, but just one listening to it at a time. Yeah, because I only get one. I get one or two views. Like I get dick, which is awesome. Right, because that's not what it's about. What it's about is, as I grow as a human being. I want to be able to reference that I was fucked up at times, mm. right? That I wasn't like, you know, like we, we put, we put these fucking gurus and people on pedestals. And then when we find out that they are human, just like us, we drop them fucking hard, man. Yeah. And I want no excuses from people to drop me hard like that. So one, I'm not going, I don't want to be anybody's like role model or hero or anybody mentor, or anyone that people look up to, unless you're willing to, um, I don't want to be a role model or anything like that, period. I don't want people to look up to me in any fucking way, right? Because you should be looking straight forward and doing your life. I agree. Right. 100%. The, right. The more time that we spend looking up, the less time we spend looking forward. And I don't want that because the other thing is, is that you're looking up in the wrong direction. You're looking at my higher self. You're not looking at me. Mm. Right. And then uh, like people aren't understanding that when the body is hurt and the body suffers, it feels fucking pain and wants, you know, help from other things. Yeah. Right. The higher self is more perfect. Yeah. So when we act out of our higher self, of course, we're going to look better. Right. But we don't always act out of our higher self and neither do I, because I'm in a, I'm in a suit that doesn't allow for that. Exactly. But, but, but humans so quickly forget like all of the amazing things. Like you want to know why people love Jesus? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know why people love Jesus? Mm-hmm. Find any bad, find any bad words about Jesus in the Bible. Exactly. Find anything negative about him. The Bible is Jesus's eulogy. Basically. Right. Not the one that he says to himself, but like if you think about someone's fucking funeral, how often does someone walk up and just been like this piece of shit over here? This is what they did. Right. No one ever fucking talks about that. They talk about how they were, you know, like they talk about the good stuff about those people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, like you, you probably will have like genuine people walking up there and saying that you were a good person just because of how you are. Not everybody is like you. Right. 
there like we were at a funeral for one of my buddies and the for they did it for the mom so the mom felt okay about it um later i found out that he hung himself which is super fucked up he was my first ever roommate he was the dude that gave me a call on the phone and let me know the worst news that i'd ever fucking heard at 16 years old which was tupac Shakur was dead oh shit yeah right he was he was he was so super excited about music and just kept showing me shit he loved coming into my house because I was the guy that was getting albums super early, uh, right? Like yeah, downloading all them the shit, right? Limited, right? Like I had, I had Chronic two thousand and one, a couple weeks before it was released. How, how did you get? Oh shit, because shit gets dropped earlier, right? And mm-hmm. I got like, I got, I, I was connected with someone that was connected with other people that could get shit. Uh, on the internet i was downloading i was downloading music in 1997 Woo! fuck dude and good at it like super good at it and i'm talking about needing 30 minutes to download a song damn computer i I hear Right. And the thing is, is that I didn't learn it. I didn't like my buddy showed me it and I just expanded it. Like I was downloading music before Napster. Uh. I had I was in connection with people that we just shared computer to computer. Mm. I could log on to my FTP program, hook up to their FTPs and just look and see what they have. And this one dude, I, this one dude um, had, like, dude, he had volumes. He had CDs. Like, you, you would, what you would do is you would go onto this. It was a chat program. You would go into, like, it, this is how fucking big this thing was, dude, in the 90s. Okay? You would log in. It was a desktop client. You would log in, right? And it would bring you to this um, list of servers, you would then go into the server that you wanted and within those servers were channels. You would go into those channels and you would find chat rooms that had what you needed. What? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like it was super fucking intricate. But if you knew what you were doing, you could find stuff, right? And then what you would do is you would go into those programs and you would... Sorry, I had to shut the door. Um, okay. Go in, you you go into the you go into your channel, and in, into the chat room. Maybe it was just channels, um, but you would go in, and you would type. Um, you, you, I think the very first thing that I would always do is type exclamation mark list. So like exclamation, it was code. Like you could use coding within these programs to to get other things. Which and so people could upload text lists of all of the stuff that they had, mm. and um, there was this one dude who you could, if you got really good with him, you could ask him, like um, you could make requests to him. So he would tell you what he had. He would make a list of everything that he had on his computer, and then you could, if you got good with him, you could go into his archives. 
And I'm telling you, dude, the treasure chest of like fucking shit that this guy had for rap and R and B was amazing. What I know. And I'm talking about shit that like most people hadn't even fucking heard of. Too. Like a lot of shit people never even heard of was on this list. So I would download and listen to like music that nobody really was listening to, which was mm. super fun. Um, but yeah, I got to know, I got to meet like a bunch of fucking really cool people through that process. And I was getting like, I had, um, not that it's anything to be proud of, but I was excited at the time. Cause I was, I felt like I was right about something and I picked it from the very beginning when my friends were huge fans of this one group. Like they were, they were massive fans of NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. Mm. My friends back in the nineties. Right. And I picked, I was just like, I, I looked at my friends and I was like, see this guy here, this dude right there out of all of these people, out of all of these groups, he's the only one that's going to make it. Wow. And that was Justin Timberlake. Wow. Right. And they were just like, nah, man. And I was like, no, they're going to break up at some point and he's going to be, cause it's the, so it's really easy to be able to do this though. It's not a, it's, it's not a magic trick. It's not like what it is, is based off of an understanding of something that some groups are groups and some groups have a Michael Jackson. Yeah. And if your group has a Michael Jackson, that motherfucker is going to go. Case in point, I'll get back to Justin in a second. Uh, Did you know that before Nelly was an artist as a single individual, he had a group? No. You're from St. Louis. Huh. Aren't you? Am I not? Well, not from St. Louis, Kansas City, Missouri, but I mean, it's close. Right. Right, sorry, right. Not you're you're from Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. Right, and and like, uh, but you know, okay. So Nelly was with the Saint Lunatics. Oh. Right, and they wanted to be a group, like a rap group. But at the time, groups weren't really a thing besides like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Right, right, and maybe like less like other groups like Onyx and whatnot. But those were like earlier, right? Possibly Lost Boys were like the only other real big group out there. Yeah. And they were like, well, they, they listened to them and I guess they saw Nelly. And they're just like, this guy has it. And Nelly was, um, in my opinion, the second crossover artist that helped rap get to where it is. Mm. Right. The first being um, Coolio. Mm. Right. And then Nelly. So because Nelly was soft enough for white people. Yeah. Not not, not like the hardcore white people, but like white people. I feel what you're saying. Like his tone, his demeanor. Like yeah. It was real. Like, just, he, he, you know, okay. He, well, flip it and go Snoop Dogg. Uh-huh. Snoop Dogg's not safe in a white house. <laughs> not back in the not back in the 90s. Back then. No, man, not back when Calvin Brodus was just walking the fucking streets as a gangly fucking 20-year-old. <laughs> right? Yeah. Imagine, imagine, like, dude, his name's, I, I'm pretty sure it is, his name's Calvin. Yeah. 
right? But we know him as Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So, like, in that sense, rap music, I would say, was the first, um, was the pioneer of handles. Mm. Right? Of people going by, like, their, their nickname instead of, like, their real name. Mm. Right? But, but you wouldn't, you, white people would not. Uh, I heard What's My Name on the radio, though, the first time I ever heard it. Right? Mm. Snoop's big first ever single. Oh. Right? I heard that on the radio up in Canada for the, like the very first time I ever heard it. It was radio edited, obviously. Right. Yeah. But they were trying, but he wasn't safe for the house, but Nelly was, but they were a group before, but you could tell that Nelly was special. Like you could just see it. And I saw the same thing in Justin Timberlake, basically, because it's on the Michael Jackson effect. Mm. Right. So I remember one day scrolling through and like all of my, like all of my friends were like in, that loved NSYNC and like all of the people that enjoyed a specific type of music were all excited about his Justin Timberlake's solo album. And I got that motherfucker two weeks before it came out. Mm-mm-mm. I hear it, man. Shit, you was a man. I hear it. You was a music man. Uh, what I was... What it was is is resources. Uh That's what was important to me. Resources. Yeah. Um. Yeah, me myself. I like I I love music. You know, I love like listening to or like I've never been like a person to be like real good. What's that, dude? Music, I just I've never been the person to always know the new songs are coming out. Kind of right. Other people be kind of, I guess you could say, put me on to like some new music and things like that. But no, I haven't really been in a songs and things coming out. Oh, dude, don't get me wrong. I'm not that guy anymore either. <laughs> I legitimately... Like, hey, man, you heard this song, this new drop, or this new album? I'm, like, every time, like, no, nah, I ain't heard it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. <laughs> just, I just, I don't know. Do you want to know the reason why I don't have Spotify? Uh-huh. I don't know names of songs. Mm. I legitimately am that far out of music that I don't know anything anymore. I legitimately don't. I don't know the names of the songs, so I don't bother. Mm-hmm. And is that right? Does this feel right? Yeah, that feels right. Cool. Okay. Everything. It's good, man. I'm just getting them into bags. There's yeah. so many like different steps. I get why people don't want to do this, but like I completely understand that. Um, but there's a lot of steps that are involved in, in making these fuckers. And, you know, one of them is pressing and bagging them, like putting them into like Ziploc bags ready for drops. And that's what I'm doing now. And then hopefully the mixture is cooled down enough, but still warm enough that I don't have to reheat it to, um, I should put the lid on. 
um, to do the piping to the, to the next batch. And then once I get that batch done, like once this batch is done and the next batch is done, this entire order is complete and I can relax for, you know, a while, not a while, but like, you know, a few hours. Yeah. And then, and then I have a decision whether or not I'm going to work tonight, do like, or take the night off. That's how I work, dude. Like, you know, I, I, are you, are you cool if I just go off on something for like a second? Oh yeah. And then we can like get, Uh okay. So this has nothing to do with you. Um, this has just something to do with like growing up and not really understanding how to function properly in the world. Uh If you made a conscious effort, any, if anybody under the age or the age of 18, from the age of 18 to 30, you shouldn't be doing anything but working and being creative. Uh. That's it. And, and when I say, um, sorry, do like keep with what you're doing. Like for me, to be able to work effectively and efficiently as possible, I have to be at some level of health. Yeah. And the more health that I get into and the better health that I have, the more productive and, and efficient I am. So, right. So, so keep, stay physical, stay healthy, but stop going out with your friends and drinking, stop buying dumb shits. If you have three books in your house that you haven't read, don't buy any more fucking books. Yeah. I Period. Period. And if you do need books, get them on tape so you can listen to them and just keep going. I guarantee you, even if you don't hear every single word, listening to it again and again and again is way faster than it is to sit down and read it. Yeah, that is so true. Right? So what we're really talking about is efficiency on time. And also, okay, think, put this into consideration. When Mm -hmm. I was born, life expectancy was about 70 years old. Mm -hmm. It is now up to like 87 to 90. Mm. By the time that you are my age, your life expectancy will probably be close to 100 to 120. Mm. you are now a fifth of the way through your life where I was a fifth through my life at the age of um, like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it, it was faster, developed faster. Right. Um, but you have like your, the equivalency will be this where I should have been at 25. You will be allowed to be at 30. Mm. You will have five extra years to develop yourself into an amazing human being more than what was expected of my generation before. Mm. But everyone is so caught up in either, you know, like following like, dude, the greatest show in the history of the world that shows how completely brainwashed human beings are and conditioned they are is keeping up with the Kardashians. Dude, I swear to God. I knew it. I knew I read your mind. I see <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians. It is, though, dude. It's the most polluted fucking thing in the world. That's exactly what my For... girl would watch, bro. Like, and the thing of it is, like, nah, bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, if somebody you can't listen to what you're saying, you can look. Like, but once you're really somebody that holds a level of wisdom and knowledge, you know, just spiritual enlightenment, 
see how not like I'm just saying how ignorant, but like how not open-minded people really are whenever like I feel like people know like okay, this person kind of does think differently. Like maybe they are saying something that you know is out of the box, you know, something that really might be true because they don't think you know they're not looking. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Right. That she just polluted. That she just evil. I mean, it's a lot of different. Right. Things. Right. And so, like, there's no reason at all. One. There's no reason to think that a billion dollars is important. Yeah, exactly. At all, period. If you think that a billion dollars is important, you are conditioned by money. Yeah. You are conditioned to believe. You're, this, is, this, is, this is how fucked up it is. You are conditioned to believe that a product isn't a product anymore. Mm. Know what I mean? Like, the internet is a product. Yeah. You know that, right? The internet was developed, like IS, internet service providers, that's a product. Mm-hmm. They're providing a service. Yeah. Right? Like, money is a product. It's not a source of energy. And anybody that ever tries to tell you anything but is, honestly, dude, lost. Yeah. I agree. Money's not uh, energy exchange or anything like that. No, it's not. It's in nothing. No. 100%. no, it's a it's a product. That's all it is. Like it's no different. And on, honestly, it's just one resources of of many. And it, what it yeah. does is, yeah. like when this is so when people say I need money to do the things that I need to do, you don't. Yeah. That's exactly. not true. Exactly. You're just you're you're missing a very important step, which is. What is that money being used for? Exactly. When you collect that money that you say that you need, you're not keeping it. You're getting, you're, you're doing something with it. You're letting it go for something else. Exactly. So what you really need isn't the money. What you really need is that stuff. You need the resources. Yeah. Right. You don't need money to start a clothing company. If someone, if a clothing company shut down right now, like a, a fabric company shut down right now and said, Hey dude, We'll give you all of this. Yeah. We just want you to make out of it. And you were just like, no, I can't take it. I don't have the money. I need the money first. Right? That's what I hear when people say I need money. They're like, they don't see that what you really need is resources. Yeah. Networking. I agree, man. That's all it is, man. Right? And your network is a resource too. Exactly. The biggest resource that you got. I mean... 100% 100% man and the other thing is that you gotta vet your, your network every once in a while too yeah right it can't just be you know cause networks are this is what we forget networks are living breathing organisms when we create them mm-hmm. right so you know just like you're not the same person when you were 7 your network's not gonna be the same thing in 8 months yeah it'll change shift and whatnot, and you know, like if you're not up to date with what your network is, has in it and you make a promise to somebody saying, oh, yeah, no, I can do that. And then you go to your network and that spot doesn't exist anymore. Whose issue is that? Yeah. Right. So, you know, like network matters. It's a super important thing. But what also matters is mindset. Yeah. 
if you are like nutrient deficient in your mindset and you keep feeding yourself the bullshit that one money is important. And then two, if you can't break this one thing and this is super important, stop buying dumb shit. Yeah. Stop putting, stop putting your money towards the dumb shit that you don't need. Right. If you have seven shirts in your closet, you're good. Yeah, exactly. I've never, like, I've been told, I've never been a, just like in, I feel like everybody's going to have something materialistic. There's no fucking way you don't have a shoe. I understand. I'm not trying to say it anyway. I know there's people in third world country that don't have anything. I'm not saying that, but like, you get what I'm saying that like, most of us have something. You get what I'm saying? So like, I feel like we really, most of us really have most of the things that we need. You know, because like clothes, like you might outgrow, you know what I'm saying? Some clothes you might, you might have to get some more, you get what I'm saying? But like, yeah, so many situations, like you might be fitting that, you know, that shirt perfectly or them pants, but you're like, oh, uh, well, I could get another pair, you know what I'm saying? Or I could, uh, I could get another jacket just because, you know, it's not, it's not really out of like innocence. I don't want to say need, you know what I'm saying? But like, if it, no, it's a like, desire, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. If it's something that just for what you do, you know, you kind of might need to dress a certain way. You might need to go out, you know, and do that. But if you just need, think you need to look a certain way, you know, or have something to be a certain way or to be in a certain clique, then yeah, like nothing for you. It's really just setting you back because you keep, you know, you're staying in that comparison, you know, just comparing yourself to, everything external you know and that means you're doing nothing internal if all you yeah. want is external, not doing any well, internal work even nothing yeah yeah right and and like it's it's deeper than that it's it's what i'm what i'm talking about is that's the the money that you talk about needing to start shit that's the money that's it right there. What you're spending on, on the clothing, what you're spending on anything but food and shelter and like your, your base resources. Yeah. Right. Right. Are important. So you got to figure yeah. out what your expenses are. Yeah. And then you need to figure out how to lower those expenses as much as possible. Mm. Right. And then you got to like, and the first step is stop buying all the unnecessary shit. Shit. I might start riding right? my bike more, man. I'm telling you. Right, telling you, you'll yeah. probably enjoy it. No, I, I no, man. I'm telling you, I I love riding bikes. I rode my bike the other day with one of my friends, close friends, and it was great. Man. I feel like a child again. I was telling him, like, yeah. this is great. Like little things like that, you know, to keep yeah. you just in such like a state of bliss. You know, it was, it was great, man. I love I love riding bikes. I used to ride bikes all the time whenever I was ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fifteen. You know. Yep. All the time, man. They got the car and shit just changed. So shit just changed because of one thing or another. Yeah. And it just changed, right? Yeah. But it's not bad to get back to it. Exactly. Right. It's super important to feel like a child. Yes, man. Exactly. And that's actually like the video I was gonna I'm about to upload on YouTube. I'm talking about that heavy, heavy and just like that childlike energy, you know, just childlike energy. Just kind of yeah. overview you know that we all need to keep that because think about it like if people that are old want to be young and look young whenever you are young why do we want to look old 
Why would you ever right. want to be? Think about it exactly. It's a fucking trap because it's a fucking trap. They know what it's going to do. It's going to subconsciously put your mind a premature age because you think, you know what I'm saying? Oh, when I get this certain age, I'm going to be this way. Or my body's going to be this way. You're already setting it up, you know, if yeah. it even happens to be like that. You know, I see 71 years old in my 71 year old people at my gym, men and women that I'm telling you are killing it. Age remember yeah. truly. Oh, it really is, dude. And the the moment that we can understand that the only things these these are the prime things that matter the most, I think. Like in my opinion, this is if you can look beyond everything else, don't look beyond this. Uh-huh. Which is um one. Did you wake up in the morning? Yep. Yep. Does your heart still beat? Yep. Can you take in lung, like breath? Do you have enough food in your fridge? Yep. Do you have clothing to wear today? Yep. I don't need. Exactly. Do you, and, and you have a roof over your head. Shit, show right. Staring at it right now. Thankful. Show right. You already have a great life. Yep. You are going to have. You have mm. now. You have a choice because this is what we have mm. in the West. We have a choice to make on whether or not we wake up and say today's going to be a good day. Or today's going to be a shitty day. Yes. But you have everything you need already. Exactly. Which means that anything else that comes in is a bonus. Um, see, people need to think like that, man. It just It's all about how our thought process works. It, it is. is. It truly is, man. Because if they, people just thought like that, like you just said, that you already have all the, all the necessity that you, you know, that you need you know, to function, to be a human being to live, you know, on this planet. But then the things that are extra, just look at it as a bonus. Like, yeah, you know, like, like we talk about this thing called gratitude, but we're not really that grateful. Even the people that fucking practice gratitude aren't actually grateful because they're not actually grateful for the shit that they have. Mm. Right. You know, what's the one thing, the number one thing that we take for granted that we don't exercise that with a muscle that, you know, like you can say like, <clears throat> you can say the spine is super important to human beings, but you know, what's more important than the spine. Mm. And Stephen Hawking showed you this showed all of us, this, our imagination and really our connection to imagination. Mm. You do not need anything but clothing, food, shelter, heat, very minimal shit. As long as you have a good imagination, everything else is okay. I agree, man. But if you have a shitty imagination, then it starts to then then you start to look to the external world for support. Yeah. Right? I think the only type of support that we need in the external world when it comes to joy and, and happiness and, and the, the positive emotions is the friends that we have in our life. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> right? And the same thing goes for, like, when we're sad. Like, <clears throat> sorry, buying mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. like, legitimately purchasing stuff to mm-hmm. feel happy. You know what that's doing? Mm-hmm. That's building a habit. Yeah. That's building a fucking, and it's an expensive habit, just like if you buy drugs to feel good. You're building a habit. You're giving an allowance to the body that says that when we feel this, this is how we feel please ourselves yeah 
And the only when when we feel sad, we shouldn't go shopping. We should work through our problems. Yeah. Right. And however long that takes is however long that takes. But we have to address a few things, which is one. If we are sad for long periods of times, it's not about the sadness. It's about our heart. Mm. Right. And it's about not being able to. How we feel and release it and let it go. Yeah. Right. And when we don't get to do that because our heart is broken. Right. Our energy shifts up to the mind and we loop and we loop and we loop and we become stagnant. Yes. And we get depressed. Yeah. Because our energy is stuck. Right. It can't filter properly through the heart because the heart still has to mend. Yeah. Anyone that has a broken heart right now will we'll more than likely be going through this. And yeah, you might be faking it and faking it and faking it and saying that you feel good. But let me just tell you this much that I know is that as beings, we are mighty creators. And because we can't see light fully, it means that we can't see energy in full. And because we can't see energy in full, we do not know all of the stuff that we've created that is around us, mm. which is also could include shields. Shields meaning that we create um, this external, we, we use up our energy to create an external force field that presents a certain identity to people. And once that energy is depleted, our true self comes out. Mm. Right? And if you're not a well-adjusted human being and you're broken, more than likely we're going to see a broken heart. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's what's fucked up. Right, like, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Okay, you know the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. All that motherfucker wanted was a new heart. Now, this is what we don't pay attention to in that story. Mm-hmm. When they find him, what's wrong with him? He's rusted shut. Right? He had. He can't move. Yeah, about to say he was in the grass, and he, yeah, about to say or just off, off somewhere, and I know he was like immobile. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he oil. Yeah, right. He, he needed circulation, right? He needed yeah. a heart, right? Now, people, that's a lot of people. Like, think about us. It's broken. It's so much harder for us to move forward. And mm-hmm. if we don't move forward, we start building a habit. Not or think of it in the term like atrophy continuously move your hands and you let them clench up eventually it'll be harder for you to open your hands yeah right and it's the same thing if we don't move right if we continue to move, it gets harder for us to move yeah so now with a broken heart and or no heart or whatever it is your 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 movement is slowly going to decline and you're not going to be able to move as fast. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're not going to be able to, if, if your heart breaks completely, you're not going to be able to move at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, we, but, 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 because we live in a society where it's frowned upon to be sad and to stay sad and to be, you know, to have, it's, it legitimately, it feels like it's, we frown upon people who have broken hearts. Primarily men, but yeah. yeah. Like we have zero compassion towards people with broken hearts. And I get it because a lot of people just had to fucking push through. 
right? You think you 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 don't think that you know like my okay case in point my mom had mm-hmm. it far worse than me growing up, right? Far worse than me, and and her mom had it far worse than her, mm-hmm. right? They still had to deal with the same psychological and emotional issues that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. The only difference is is that we have time on our hand, right? They. They, they, they had a, they couldn't, they, they didn't have any time. They had to continue to push through just because life was hard. Mm-hmm. We have it yeah. so super easy that we have a gap in time where we can really just sit and go, I feel bad. If you felt bad in the sixties, you'd get left the fuck behind. Mm. Right? Like you, you didn't have time. No one had time to feel bad back in the day. But now we have that and we have just tons of people feeling bad. And you know what? That's okay. What we need to do is just help each other through it. Exactly. Right? Just be there for each other. Right? And the, the, the first step is to want to. Oh, I agree. That's with anything, though. You got you to gotta have that, that self, you know, just self-motivation to want to go do it. Yeah. Right. And, and because most people are broken, mm-hmm. there's no want to do it. Yeah. Right. And the other thing is, is that I get the, the older generation of, well, because like my, my mom and stepdad talk about this all the time. They're just like, you know, we just put it behind us and kept moving forward. My, my stepdad has a philosophy that he doesn't look in the rear view. He, he does when he's driving, obviously. But like in life, he doesn't look behind him. Mm. whatever has happened has happened and he just moves on and deals with it which is great right but the thing is is that not everybody's the same way of course we deal with stuff differently of course and you know so like i don't i and and the other thing is is that that is a learned behavior that you grow over time Mm. right that's not something that you wake up with and you're just like if you wake up with that behavior you're way ahead of people already, mm-hmm. right? But if you don't wake up with that behavior, that's something that we train, right? Like we train our body to do that, right? To behave certain ways, right? And if we don't get that, like case in point, I never, do you know what my relationship advice was growing up? Stay single. If you're having sex, wear a condom. Hey, man, that's stopping uh, all the transmittable diseases, all right. 100%, but that was it. I never <laughs> learned anything about women. I never learned anything about being in a relationship. I never learned any of those things because I didn't have anybody to, 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 to discuss that with. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I think, you know, like a lot of people who have brothers and sisters, I think their relationships, they grow up and they're able to talk about that stuff. Right? So I never had, I never had, like, my sister, who's two years older than me, never really got involved in my life enough that we could talk about relationships. Me either. And, Mine either. Right. And she, you know, like, so for me, I never really learned what a good, a healthy relationship was and what a poor relationship was. And so I would always seek out the poor relationships because at least those are the people that are giving me attention. Mm-hmm. Right. But I never had somebody 
you know, that was an older sibling looking out and going, hey, Mike, don't be a fucking idiot. That person's no good for you. Walk away. Right? I never had that. Right? I never had. And, and none of my friends, I was the person that was always helping and healing my friends. I feel that. I feel that myself, man. Right? So I've had to, right, but, but in case in point, mm-hmm. right? And, and then also, I never really grew out of, you know, being super young. So I was always finding younger women more attractive and going for that. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was all part of a pattern too. Right. That again, if I had that support back then of, of just someone noticing and, and shaking me a little bit and saying, Hey, you know, wake up a bit. Right. I would have then myself reprogrammed myself to be a different way. Yeah. Right. But I didn't have those examples. I never really. Right. And I never paid attention. And I was shut off as a human being like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Right. So now I just feel like I'm playing catch up and I'm grateful now that I think that I'm out of, you know, like chasing younger people because, dude, if I can make a recommendation, date older than your age. Pardon? Trust me, I have thought about that, and that's exactly the next person I do get with. They're gonna have to be. I'm telling you, I'm 21. They're gonna. I'm not trying to say this in any age-related way, but they're gonna have to be like 25 to 30. And I'll tell you why. My mindset, my mind state, is really that of like I really like. You can even like ask the girl I was last with, like. I really did not care to talk about surface level stuff. And mm-hmm. that shows everything about me. It shows everything. Like I, I need somebody with a high, high, high Like I, I it's just true. Because yeah. I talk to my damn self. Like I don't need, I don't need anybody to, to fulfill me or do any of that. Like I got me. You know what I'm saying? So like, I need somebody that is of high substance, yeah. like high, lots of high quality traits. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know what I call that? You know what? You know what I'm looking for, dude? Huh? I'm looking for somebody. Yeah. And, and honestly, dude, if if they are younger and that's just what it is, okay. Yeah. That's just life. That's just life. I'm not gonna fucking go nope and and step in the way of that. Um, Let me just say this real quick, man. My yeah. sister, 25, and her um, the dude she's with is 35. So yeah, I mean, right? you know, what I'm saying, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like. Right. So I'm good with anything between like 27 and 35. Yeah. Right. I don't necessarily want to date like a woman my age just because we're running the risk of here. I, I still want children. I agree. And I, I still agree. want her to have her health during that time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if I meet someone that's 39 that doesn't have kids yet, well, that says something. But more, most people that are at that age, you know, like my sister is 41 and she has a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm 39 and have no kids. Right? But um, what I'm saying is, you know, like 27 to, to 35 would, is probably like a really dope. It's a dope time in their life. And it's just a great, you know, like an age for it's it's. An age that's most enjoyable for me to be around, <clears throat> right? Because they've transcended all of the stuff that is their early 20s, 
Exactly. More than likely, if they really just want to go out, they just want to go to the pub. They don't want to exactly. go to like a club or a bar yeah. or anything like, yeah. or or you know, like go. And if we have to dance, we dance, and that's okay. Yeah. So pull it out of me. But um, <laughs> this, this this is this is what I'm looking for when it comes to attributes. I want what I call a solid. Like so, when I say solid, what I mean by that is think about all the attributes that people can have, and there's probably millions of them. Yeah, right? of course, of course. Um, I want them all to be between eight and nine. All of them. Which also means that I don't give a fuck if she doesn't have any tens. Mm. Right? I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm looking for a solid eight, eight and a half. Man, that 10 is usually the, the, the physical attraction, though, that just you put that 10 on it. You think about it, you know? Like subconsciously, yeah. I feel like we just put that ten because the ass or the tits or the you know just some very external, very external. Like yeah, not of substance. You know, you get what I'm saying. You get exactly one hundred percent. Yeah, right. But yeah. but even if she had like a ten in intelligence, right? I wouldn't want that because I wouldn't want her to have like a five in something else. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. right. Uh-huh. Like eight and a half, eight eight and a half across the board. Don't. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Couple nines in there, solid. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm not looking like, you know, but a solid, solid. They have to be solid. It can't be like fluctuating. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. And to me, I think that's what's healthy. Like, that's just a healthy human being. Mm-hmm. Someone that is, is in that category. Because, like, dude, think about, the, the, think about eight and nine physically. Still gorgeous. And like, if they really want to fucking put the only, and most, most of the reason why eights and eights and a half, like there's, this is going to sound so fucking awful, but I love talking about this shit. And honestly, dude, I'm 100% okay with people taking offense to this shit. Come on my program. Let's talk. (laughs) Get the fuck on here. Get the fuck (laughs) on here and talk to me if you have an issue with shit. Right. But let's talk about this. Uh Some, let's talk about uh, rankings. There was, Something mm-hmm. that was put out that instead of it being out of zero or one to ten, they did mm-hmm. one to th- they did one to thirty. One to thirty. Yeah, and it made so much sense. So, like a ten would be a thirty, and a one would be a one. So, mm-hmm. in 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 our number system, right? Like it would be. Um, it basically is like this. It's um, it's how I look at it is one would have three numbers to it, like three different styles. Like, so every single one would be a low one, a medium one or a high one, which means there are one that's going up to a low two. Right. Mm. Right. Think of it that mm-hmm. way. So there's yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah. It, it allows for more okay. Um, depth okay. to it. Right. So like a woman could be a 27. And that's a nine. Huh. Right. Like a, like, right. And then like, um, or like that would be a low nine. Uh huh. Right. A medium nine would be, um, 28. Oh, I see what you're saying now. What the, what it does kind of adding more numbers, it adds more depth to it. Yeah. You can really, you can yeah. really get into it and maneuver a bit more. Right. So I yeah. like that scale. More right? specific. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Right? It really works. And, you know, like, women can do this with men, too. 
because women are just as shallow as men are right mm-hmm. and like what what it allows um or or the reason why it works for me is there's there's a few like real big variants to shit or not variants but um there's um there's natural nines and there's unnatural nines mm-hmm. right and so like let's say that a natural nine when they put on makeup or not makeup but when they do themselves up to the degree that they really like right where they look their quote best if they don't look quote best in natural they can look like a 10 mm-hmm. on any given day a natural nine can be a 10 yeah i like how you said natural though like it's kind of like saying like organic with your food like yeah, I'm telling you, these women out here be, be, <laughs> goddamn it, GM. <laughs> they are though. Three pounds of uh, what can uh, concealer or whatever. Yeah, man. Like, Dude, women get mad at men for being calling them fake and wear push-up no, bras. For real, no. I'm telling you right now, men cannot wear makeup. The men that do wear makeup. Are, I'm I'm not trying to say it anyway, but I mean they're gay, you know. Like yeah, to, you know what I'm saying to kind of be with that, you know, with that energy, which is fine. You know, I'm not saying anything against that, but it's like what I'm saying. What that is, men like like masculine men, you know that that are women that like women, they cannot really be fake. I'm saying like in their face, you know, and I feel like yeah. your face is like really who you truly are because your face has your eyes on it, which they say are the seat of your soul. So it's like if your face cannot really have deception on it with makeup and things like that, like you can't you don't you can't hide as much. I'm trying I guess like Yeah dude. Right um that's why that's why I love all natural people like I I will support women that that I will support women that don't wear makeup over women that will. I would much rather someone that doesn't wear it than someone that does. And they only wear it sparingly and they only wear it for purpose. Right? And and if she wants to wear it, me and her work towards creating all natural products. And we create a business around it and we sell that. Like we create together. It, if, that would be you know, cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Right? I'm all for that. I'm not for, you know, like people buying you know, Kylie Jenner's brand or like Rihanna's brand. Kardashians. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> these people don't give a fuck about you. Like they understand they understand one thing. Yeah. And one thing only. How to how to squeeze shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're using they're using public relations against you, man. Yeah. Okay, so like take this into consideration. Men went off to war and cigarette sales dropped sizably to the to the point that cigarette manufacturers were like well we got to do something they hired public relation firms and one of the cigarette companies um had a, took a took a spot in the May Day parade and had mm. a bunch of women smoking cigarettes wow and that exposure was enough for women to start smoking. Wow. Like to really start taking it seriously. Wow. It's fucking crazy, right? So now, 
how is that any different than creating a line mm-hmm. for black people and hiring black women? Exactly. Right. When you really all care, when, when at the end of the day, all you care about is the money that you're going to get off of them. Yeah. That's all they care about. They're using, they're using this whole idea of, of um, having it all inclusive to make money off of you. Yeah. Right. You go and support those brands because, oh, they have a model that looks just like me, dude. If like, if I was in, if I really wanted to do show business really, really well, I would have different, I would have the same movie, the same movie done with different actors. Wow. And I would have an all black cast an all white cast, all this, that mix and match. And I would just, I would give people options to choose. Now, am I being a really good person for providing that Mm -hmm. or or am I manipulating you into thinking that I'm a good person because I'm considering you when really I just want that $11 in your pocket when you sit down in the seats. And I, and I conned you into thinking that you're special because I have characters that match you when really there's a white movie that's exactly the same script playing in the theater right next to you. Wow. But we don't look at that. Rihanna doesn't give a fuck about people. Beyonce doesn't give a fuck about humans. Yeah. Let's get past that. They care about you filling sacks of money for them. Yeah. Sacks of resources for them. Right? But they do not give a shit about you. Like, dude, I care more about people. Some Dude, some chick fucking went in on me on Twitter one day because I insulted Beyonce saying that Beyonce doesn't really, that Beyonce doesn't really help people. I mean, what do they do? Her and her husband are worth probably billions of dollars. And I mean, how many times do you hear the names? I mean, come on, man. These people aren't really helping people. Like it's fucking obvious people that are really starving. They have just hundreds of millions of dollars, bro. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? There is no way. If me and you, if both of us had $100 million, you're really telling me the world would be how it is right now. You know we would <laughs> saying, Yeah. We do so much shit with that. Like, you're telling me these people just can't do a lot of shit with all this money. Yes, they can. I don't, you know, they don't care to, like you said. They don't care to. They don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> they no, don't give a fuck. Like, and they've conditioned you to believe that they do. Exactly. That's true. That's that's right. And that they're more important than somebody that's trying to break you free. Right. If you if 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 everybody in their 20s, like this is what I would suggest when you next year, next year, listen to completely next year, listen to completely different music. Put all your time and effort, like we're talking January 1, 2020, right? Listen to new music. Mm-hmm. If it's view, like if you can see views, only listen to stuff under a million views. Mm, okay. Right? Um, be cautious with where you put your money, right? 
Okay. Find, f- um, don't, don't spend your money on dumb shit. Only spend your money on things that, that matter. Right? That actually will help benefit you moving forward and put all your time into work, going to the gym, and developing yourself as a human being. Mm. All of that. And see how much you grow as an, one, uh, in one year. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll show you'll, you. You'll, you'll change completely. No, I agree. Right? I agree. How right? And the thing is that if you can continue that for nine more years or like eight more years and, you t- and on your 30th birthday, look back to January 1, 2020 and see who you were back then. Mm. You will be a completely different person. Mm. Like, and, and you should be anyways, but like I'm talking about like your growth will be insurmountable. Yeah. Because you're still going to be 30 years old. You probably will have a decent mo- amount of money in your, like, in some sort of savings account. Mm-hmm. Right. Or what you really, like, what you'll focus on 25 to, or like, let's say 26 to 30, will be building resources. Yeah. Right. The first three years are really developing you as an individual to make yourself interesting enough for people to give a fuck. Yeah. Right. The next will be on social development. You growing as an individual in the collective. Yeah. Right. Which means that you go into the collective. You use your programming. You then go home, look over the game tape and see what you could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Right. While still being yourself. I agree, man. Right, but we don't do that. We, we, we somehow just want to continue the the chain of like how we live, right? And so you know, you see, I see, I see so many people. So especially young people, yeah. I've given up on the the reason why I focus on the younger generation and not the older generation is because I've given up. Yeah, they 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 they're already so programmed, man. The younger generation, yeah. we haven't been through that. I mean, at least as much programming. Well, it's you haven't really solidified it yet. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Right, and so if you can break it, you're going to be so much better. Like, I okay, just to to put it, it all into like perspective, I used to be a commercial motherfucker too. Right. I had all the cool looking clothes. Like I wanted all the cool looking clothes. I listened to, you know, the, you know, I, the not popular, popular music, or I guess so, but like, mm-hmm. just, um, you, you know what I mean? Like I kept up. Yeah. I thought it was important to keep up with society. And what I've learned through really awakening and coming into my own is that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really does not matter. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what matters is really, again, and this is, it'll always come down to this for me, dude. How you feel at the beginning of the day versus how you feel at the end. Yeah. Are you okay? How is life? Right? Those kind of things. Those are what matter to me. Right? And what matters is 
the the difference in between how you woke up in the morning and how you feel at the end of the day. Yeah. What is that number in between that? Do you, did you feel really good at the beginning of the day and now feel shitty at the end? Well, that's not good. Right? Right? The goal should, like, in my opinion, the goal should always be to feel better at the end of the day than you did at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. That's why you had to set the day, you know, kind of claim the day. And really, I feel like just really have a lot of visualization, imagination, kind of like you're saying, because I feel like we just so much is kind of autonomous, you know, like not even thinking, just go throughout the day, you know, and wonder why things are going our way. Like, did we prep before, you know, do we take action beforehand so we're already ready if something goes wrong you know a lot of times we did yeah you know it's simple as like you going out driving in your car like you should have a donut you know just little little things like that you know that can trickle like into your life you know just always be kind of ready not for the worst but just ready for what could happen that you didn't expect i guess uh-huh. Well, and the the thing about that is you're not going to really know until you experience life. Yeah. Right. So like you won't know how important it is to have a spare tire until you have a flat. Then you don't have a spare tire. Yeah. So the next time you're going to make sure that when you go out, you're going to have that. Now, oh, yeah, that you'll never, right. You'll never know. Like, and, and then with like, okay, so like now you have that spare tire, right. And you put it on and you're just like, awesome, but it's flat. So now you know, now you know to, to make sure that your tires aren't flat. Exactly. All from experience. I agree. All from experience. Yeah. Right. And we don't learn. We, we learn the best through fucking up. I think I we am, learn the best through pain and experience. Honestly, I don't think yeah. there's any better teacher. There isn't. Right. Truly. I, I, I think you have to fuck up to feel I pain. Too. I truly do. I truly do. I agree. Right. And, you know, like case in point, I fucked up with the last, you know, with, with what happened last month. I really fucked that up. I didn't hold my cool. I couldn't keep it under composure. Mm-hmm. And I've learned now. I, I learned a very, very, very valuable and important lesson, dude. And this. I've learned a lot in the last month and a bit, you know. Yeah. And, and this is the one that stands out, too. So one of the big issues was they believed that I was too emotionally attached. Mm. And they wanted me to practice healthy attachment and healthy detachment. Now, in my opinion, what that actually means is, so to me, we are either emotionally dependent on people or we're emotionally attached. Yeah. Right? And they're the same thing. They're the same source of energy. The only difference is, is it's an equation. So it's you are emotionally attached to a person. It's how are they attached to you? Yeah. If they're emotionally attached to you, all circuits are going and we're good. I've seen a lot of emotion. Like um, my dad said something super like it, it changed the way that I looked at him. And it made me understand a little bit more of like the choices that he made in life. He was like, the 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 thing that I like most he was like the thing that I love most about me and my wife, right? He used her name, but I don't really like using names in this 
type of format. Mm-hmm. Like, unless they're here. Yeah. Right? Or unless I'm praising the fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. Right? But he's like, the, the thing that I love most about, you know, my wife is that, um, or, or the, what's, what's best about our relationship is that I love her more than anybody else on the planet. And he's like, but, but he's like, but she also feels the same about me. She loves me more than anybody else. Now, if that's not two people emotionally attached to each other, I don't know what the fuck that is, but they've been together and married, happy and whatnot for probably over 20 years. Like since I was 16. So, yeah, like 23 years, something like that. They've been, they've been together. Like it was the lady that my dad ended his marriage with with my mom. Wow. Right? And, you know, like after I heard that from him, it, it, it really made me start to think about this term called what, you know, like emotional um, attack. What, what, what exactly is emotional attachment? What is emotional dependence? Yeah. And emotional attachment is okay when both parties want to attach at the same energy. Mm, whenever it's not, whenever the energies kind of offset each other, whenever one isn't kind of yeah. overdoing the other one. So now it's draining Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so when, um, and, and like we raise each other's levels up and down and whatnot, right? We balance each other out when we're emotionally attached. Yeah. And you, you see that in relationships go really fucking well. Exactly. Now, emotional dependence happens when one person is too attached or, or more attached than the other person or when that other person completely detaches. Yeah. Without the other side really knowing. Yeah. Right? So in my case, I probably look like I was emotionally um, dependent on this one person. When really, I just felt emotionally attached to her and I didn't understand why she wouldn't want to emotionally attach back to me. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about companionship or, or anything like that. I'm talking about friends. Friends can emotionally attach with each other. You should. You should want to, you should want to know how your friend is doing without having to ask them. Exactly. But see, everybody got your heart. Not everybody got a heart, though. See, we we see it second nature, but I mean, like everybody <laughs> can understand that. You know, just no. to be so outward with your love for somebody else, your compassion, empathy. Some people don't give a fuck. No. Like, well, okay. Is it that they don't give a fuck or is it that they're not capable of at the moment because of circumstances A, B, or C along the line? Not an excuse, but if they fix those things, would that mean that they're capable of doing that or would it still be that they don't give a fuck? You know what I mean? I understand. Like, I think there's, but like, there's in- some broken people that if, you, if they can be fixed are really, really awesome. But there are some broken people that if you fix them, no matter how much, they're still pieces of shit. I agree. No, I agree. Right. So I think that in, in your, what you were talking about where the people that no matter how much fixing they have, they're still going to just be pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Like you can take the girl out of the trailer park, but you're not going to take the trailer park out of the girl. Yeah. Right. 
And the same thing for boy, whatever you want to use, whatever gender. Here, I'm going to say this to everybody that's listening at home and who's going to listen to this in the future. When I say boy, pick whatever fucking gender you want. What I mean is someone that carries sperm. When I say girl, say whatever, put whatever fucking gender label you want to that. What I'm talking about is someone that has eggs. Mm. Right? Naturally born females cannot fertilize an egg the way that naturally born males can. Yeah. Right? I mean, am I, am I wrong? I, I, maybe I didn't go to, like, maybe I didn't pay attention enough in school. Yeah. Like, how, do we have all these new discoveries out that women are now born that they can, you know, like, you know, that they have to be careful, super careful during sex with each other not to get pregnant. Yeah. Like, how many lesbians do you know that have gotten that pregnancy scare? Uh, no. But, but aren't we equal? Aren't we the same? Yeah. Right? Isn't every single human being the same? Hmm. No. We're different. Everyone is different. Exactly. Every human being is different. And we need to, like, I feel like I hold back a lot because I watch too much shit. And I watch too many people feel bad about stuff that I don't say anything. Yeah. Right? But, like, dude, the moment that human beings can understand that they have been conditioned from the beginning of, I would say, the turn of the 19th century so, or 18, 20th century, so mm-hmm. into the 1900s, um, have been conditioned to believe that the word race means anything else than competition. Huh? Oh. Think about that. We are, it, it is called the human race. It is human beings competing against each other in multiple different micro races. Right. So, you know, like right now, the most popular race that people are running or the one race that we have our spot on right now is skin tone. Exactly. But it's not a nobody on the planet is racist unless they're against people going into competitions. Mm. Think about that, though. If you are against races, meaning you're against competitions, you're racist. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you don't, if you don't like someone's, someone because of their skin tone, then that's an issue that you have about skin tone. Huh. Specific. Specifics matter. So you're saying we, we categorize it wrong. We put the race and the skin tone together whenever it should be. That actually makes sense. We do, right? Uh-huh. Well, we are conditioned to believe yeah. that race is a competition uh-huh. when it's not. Think about animals in like any, any um, not zoo, but um, like the Serengeti, like in, in a- an African like wildlife, right? Yeah. Right. Do they look like they're competing with each other? Hell no but why they're all like human beings are not a race we are a species exactly and every single skin tone on the planet are different breeds yep 
think that's in it. the terms think in the terms of dogs. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. This breed just out the top. Yeah, that's what we are. Yeah, we have the ability. The um, I'm I'm of a majority white breed. And like, like man, you saying dog? Kind of say this real quick. Like, look at like how they talk about like human hybrids and like all these genetic mutations. Like, look at a purebred dog and a dog that's like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. a, a mutt. You know, it said it has all these different breeds in it you know right but compared to a purebred which which one is always going to cost more the purebred exactly you know so i feel like humans are the same way and uh you know not like in that exact sense but you, you know just we're yeah. all different man yeah we are right you want to also know something interesting that no one really pays attention like no one we just want to we'd rather argue about than actually understand uh-huh. so i think that um, it would be super important for anybody that has, like anyone of, of a darker skin tone that has issues with people that are white uh-huh. to legitimately have an open mind and talk to white people that understand what they're talking about. Mm. Right? Like if, you, if, if, if people had a conversation with me about white people, they'd have a bigger understanding of what's going on. But, but the thing of it is like coming from that, it is the disconnect. It's hard because a lot of times you can't even talk to anybody that like, if I would have stayed living in Kansas City, like just being 100 percent honest, I wouldn't have been around a lot of white people. I wouldn't have been talking to a lot of them. It would have just mostly been black people. So it, it's it's just kind of like it's hard whenever mm-hmm. you, 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 you come from this, you know, and coming from this you learn different, you know, slang, you know, you learn different ways of living, just different things, but it's all subconscious, you know, all very subconscious because it's really just based upon that exact place's culture, you know, that you're going to get kind of, kind of run through you, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just hard. Like I said, sometimes, especially at a young age to, you know, if you don't come from a place of just great cultural diversification, you know, it's kind of hard to just, kind of go out of your shell you know whenever like i feel like so, like we always know whenever somebody is comfortable and uncomfortable you could tell if a black person is uncomfortable talking to a white person compared to vice versa compared to mm-hmm. me you get what i'm saying you could just tell which one is more comfortable so that's what i'm saying whenever i feel like they can tell like you know that a, like a white man you know he could tell that a black man is comfortable talking to white um you know people then that connection is gonna just gonna be better compared to, you know, um, a black man going yeah. into it. He's already not comfortable talking to him, so you know, like we feel energy. You get what I'm saying? Like it's on a subconscious level, but you already feel like it. Just kind of, you know, that energy is not just right there. Something's, you know, not right. So yeah, yeah. You know what's you know what's wild mm-hmm. is that the majority ninety ninety percent eighty. I would let's go just eighty twenty because it's an easier split. Uh-huh. 80 uh-huh. percent of people's blackness isn't their skin tone. Mm. So if I acted that eighty percent out like Eminem, I would still be seen as a white person. Mm. When I'm acting out eighty percent black, though, mm. what we would consider black, mm. right? It's it's really weird how much we judge the cover instead of the contents inside. Yeah. Right now, does that? Now, that doesn't allow me I agree. privileges that skin tone allows, which is I'm not allowed to 
because of um and and dude to be honest with you i have no desire to use certain words i i know what you're saying and it's like right? it's, just, I, it's I, one of, yeah i i love saying i love saying the word cunt i think it's hilarious i mm-hmm. think it's a funny and and it comes off the tongue so well when perfectly placed but the thing is is that i don't use it in any other term but when i need to put it into context yeah right so like words have specific spots and meanings like when I'm talking to Casey and we're talking about certain things, I will say, you know, like certain words. But me and Casey have transcended a lot of things. Yeah. I'm smart enough to know in public, not everybody has. Yeah, of course. Of course. Right. I'm, I'm, and, course. and I'm compassionate enough to understand that some people have issues with some things and some people don't. Yeah. Right. So I just sort of, and, and on another, I just don't, think that it has any um it, it's an unnecessary it's unnecessary for me to even have in my vocabulary yeah. right because i don't use it although to be fair my life would be a lot easier if i could because instead of saying like or um or anything like that black people get to use that in, instead mm-hmm. trust me on that i know and that's a privilege yeah, no, I agree. Right. And I'm not saying that, you know, like, you know, like not being okay. How many, how many run-ins have you had with police officers? Mm, goodness. How many tickets have I had? Uh, no, uh, not tickets. I'm talking about cops pulling up and stopping you and holding you for, and asking you questions constantly. Oh, uh-huh. uh, but never, I'm never. Never, but you're a black person, though. That should be just normal behavior for you, right? Exactly. Right? I've been stopped at least two or three times in Canada as a white male. And they just keep asking me and asking me and asking me questions. I've been stopped by police because I wouldn't put my dog on a leash. Wow. Lady, lady had her hand on her gun. Whoa. Dude. Right? 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 So, like, yes, I understand that people get profiled and shit like that. But I've been, you know, like, my life, I've been treated as much as a minority than as much as anybody else. I was, growing up, I was, um, there were more, uh, there's always more female teachers than male teachers. But my, growing up, there was at least two to three to one female. Wow. Ratio. I was a minority in that situation all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. The only time that I was a, ma- a majority was going to school because we're majority white here. But fast forward 20 years, living where I live now, if I went to Completely school, I would, I would be a minority. Wow. Yeah. But, but get this, get this, because only a select few of people that are allowed to that are that are being exposed into the light are of my skin tone. Uh-huh. I'm okay. Mm. No matter what I've been through, even if it's equal to anybody else of their tragedies, because I'm a straight white male. I am not at all at welcome to be in a conversation of being equal to that. Mm. Uh, right? Yeah. Like it's fucked up. 
And the All thing right. is that I, I know this. Uh-huh. I know this. And knowing this is just as fucked up and is not knowing it. Yeah. Right? Like knowing that I could, knowing, knowing that I could go through a lot more worse things than anybody else on the planet and have a lot less sympathy really fucks with my head. Mm. Because it makes me go like, why the fuck should I care about anybody? I agree, but at the same time, okay. not, not everybody's supposed to be in your life, man. I'm telling you right now. Oh, that's facts. You know, like, a lot of people, I mean, it's just temporary, man, honestly. I mean, everything's temporary, you know what I'm saying? But people, while you are here, you know, like, just so many people are just, just temporary, man. Just shit changes. Honestly, I see it. And, like, I'm sorry, but the real don't change. Like, I don't, I don't care how many times I have to say that, but. I just truly feel like the people that I've known that have never changed, they've never changed for a reason because they've had so many high vibrational traits that it's to a point where you can't change. You know, you're always going to be yourself because your intentions, everything is based upon your intentions. Everything. Yeah. That's where we get fucked up. Where source, whatever, like higher power, yourself, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. All, all that has to look at is your, is your intentions. What are your intentions? If your intentions are, you know, on the negative spectrum or, you know, low vibration, then that right there says everything about you. Like, you don't, what I'm saying with the intentions is like, you don't even have to do anything negative to, in a sense, get a negative cause and effect. You get what I'm saying? Because it's just your intentions. You had the intention of doing something negative. Yeah. So I feel like, man, it's just, we just, so many things as a society, man. Like my thing too is like we feel like we know everything, man. If we knew everything, why why can't we work together without yeah. it being conflicts? You know, why why don't we have good relationships with people that are close to us if we know everything? Little things like that. If we know everything, why isn't the world perfect then? Exactly. Yeah. Because we you, don't. Exactly. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like we come into every you know, new situation, a new new endeavor, a new job or whatever it is with our cup full, not half full, so we can actually take in new information. We're already full. We already know everything. Yeah. We already know how to do everything. You know, we don't want to listen to nobody or listen to somebody that's been through more experiences, you know, more timelines in us, you know, that they can remember of. So I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. Dude, I'm with that 100%, man. That's why, like I always tell you, man, I'm always listening to people that are older than me. Just put me on game, things they went through, experiences they went through to try and help me in my life. You know, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that's important too, right? Like, there's, but you have to find the people to listen to. Like, you can't listen to everybody. Right? Of like, course, exactly. I, I listen to like older people that I listen to are the, there's only two. And my dad, I guess now, because like he's mm-hmm. coming back into my life. But my mom, yeah. mm-hmm. I will, I will listen to because yeah. that lady has so much amazing coding mm. that like I just wanted like get as much off of. My mom is liter- My mom is as excited to meet people or more than I am. Mm. She wakes up every fucking morning excited because she calls. Like she says that she gets to play. And all it is, is, is she, this is, this is her play right now is she's helping build out 
Um, have you ever heard of EXP Realty? Uh, um, my head. Uh-huh. Okay, so it is right now. It is the largest online real estate company. Wow. Online, right? Wow. Um, and my mom's helping open up Canada. This is what my mom's doing in her retirement. Wow. Right. Um, but she's just like, you know, like it's play. She wakes up and she gets to talk to people. And yeah, she's putting out fires and it's still work and whatnot. And it's stressful and, and whatnot. But it's play. She gets to play every single day. And I look at it the way, same way too. Like, dude, I wake up in the morning and if I have, quote, work to do, I go to work. But it's really just arts and crafts and baking and like, um, foods and nutrition exactly. or home act or home act or like, you know, what like it is, is you cooking. just, you, I feel like you're just seeing it for the, the childlike of it, you know, like, um, yeah, because that's just how a child is going to see it. And that's, and that's, like I said, the video that I just made today, I was talking about that, that like so many things we're not looking at in the right perception. We need to look at it through that childlike vortex perceptional view whatever you want to call it because like you just said whenever you go to work it's not you working it's arts and crafts it's yeah. you opening up your imagination that's not working that's doing what you love that's not working you're not working i i get to do i get to make you know? my creation every yeah, fucking day exactly what work you know what work is being done you know why you're you're working you know you're not really working you're just doing what you love 100 yeah. percent, man Hundred percent. Yep. Or put, I think, I think, just as important with that is loving what you do. Yeah, exactly. Right, because like you can't always do what you love. Exactly. Hate hate to break it to you, people, but you cannot always do what you love. Yeah. But you can love what you do. Exactly. Make the make the lemonade out of the lemons that you got. Exactly. That's right. That's right. So. You know, and that's the way that I look at it too, right? I don't always love making these things. It's not always a joy, right? Like, yeah. But would I rather be doing anything else? Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. would I, um, you know, like I could be a 39 year old stocking mm-hmm. shelves or pumping gas right now. Easy. Oh, yeah, man. Shit. Being a server. Shit. Yeah. Fucking a million other things. Exactly. Right. Working in retail somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Being some manager somewhere having a, oh, 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 God, we were down on sales this month for this multi billion dollar company that we're only uh-huh. making 35000 a a year for, but we care so much. Like, we're, like we're real. See, that's so funny. Like, they got the people that really make like thirty five, $40,000 a year really stressing like they're really the people like that are over billions and millions of dollars like y'all are nobody y'all are so expendable to them they don't care about you yeah they do not give a shit about you (laughs) they literally do not care yes telling you man you are just another stop sign yeah right you're just you're just you're just another thing just another cog yeah and and if you don't work Right, you, you're if you're you know if you become a flat tire, they're not gonna patch you up. Yeah, they're gonna change you out. <laughs> they're gonna change, right, they're going to change right? you out, yo. That's it. That's life, and you just have to guess what, accept it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? Life is, dude. Like this is, and and it and it floats me back to like the one of the guys that Gary Vaynerchuk that I listen to. His uh-huh. big thing is. 
is that he imagines his family, like something really terrible happening in his family, right? Like something horrible, like his wife dying or his kids dying or his mom passing away, like something supremely tragic. And then he relates it back to the moment that he's in and it centers him because it, that's the worst, right? Getting that phone call and saying his mom's dead is the worst. So what he's in at the moment is not the worst and he can get past it. Mm. And I'm just like, that's fucking smart. Right? Like that really in, in, does in, work. In, in moderation. In moderation. Because well, honestly. You don't do just, it all the time. I was about to say, just just obviously to each their own, but I'm just saying it I trust me, I understand the the logic behind that and I agree one hundred percent. All I'm saying in moderation is like obviously what you put focus and energy on does expand so that's the only you know what i'm saying like well just... it's it's game time stuff right so like yeah. for him it's when something really really like when he when a business deal doesn't go through oh okay i get right? what you're saying when, when okay. it's when okay. it's a when when he's in a really 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 bad spot got you that he needs to recover from got you that's his go-to he's his, already w- in that okay okay right okay. is is what's okay. the worst the worst is this so like think about it this way Right. Something really, really bad happens to you. Right. You're going to recover from it. We already know that because you got to here. You've recovered from. Think about it this way. You are 100 percent successful at recovering from everything that's bad that's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. You may not have recovered from the trauma that you created about yourself, but the physical event, because you're still alive, you made it to there. Yeah. Right. So you're capable. Um, But but two, let's say that you're ever struggling. Well, Let's say this one, dude. Yeah. You may be struggling about some stuff, but you're not a female, yeah. which means you can go like, dude, right now it can go like at, do you know what the best time to go for a walk is where I live between 12 and two in the morning? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. 12 and two in the morning because every single person is tucked away in their house and nobody's out. Huh. Yeah, but that's where, like, around where I live. Gotcha. Right? But if I was a female, I don't know if I would be so brave. Yeah. Right? Or I would be carrying stuff with me. Um, I hate to try and cut this short, um, but I, I did have just kind of like um, an event that my, my friend wanted me to go to. <laughs> you got plans, man. What time? Do you have to get off now? Well, I was just going to get ready in here about 15 minutes or so. Sure. Um, call it, dude, call it whenever. No, yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what's your day looking like for tomorrow? That's what I was just going to ask you. I'm doing the same thing I'm doing today. I, <laughs> like, I, hear, honestly, I hear Honestly, like, I'm, I'm usually good to go for most part. I like it when my roommate's not home because then I can use the house and feel free to, like, move around and... Mm-hmm. Not really worried about being judged by people that don't quite understand what I'm talking about. Of course. Right. So, um, which comes off like really like can come off sounding like I'm a dick, but I'm just tired of people judging me when they don't spend the time with me to understand why I think the way I do. I I agree hundred percent. So, you know, that's just a blanket statement to that. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's, he's doing OT this weekend or he would be away. And so like whenever, so anytime between the hours of six and um, 
usually around like 3.30 my time, mm-hmm. Pacific, Pacific time. Yeah. That's the best for me to record because he's out of the house. Okay. Mon- Monday to Friday. Um, and then some nights too. But for the most part, I'm always available to record. Gotcha. Because I'm not really doing anything that, you know, like I'm doing dinos. Gotcha. Right. I do this in my sleep now. Hey, man. So right, the more you're so. going to do, the more that's just going to catapult you, you know, to be in the positions that you need to be in. Because honestly, I see that going big, man. I truly do. I truly do, man. I'm telling you, stay positive, stay with the high vibrations. And I truly feel like you're going to connect with the right people that's going to put you in position, you know, for both of you guys to make a business out of this, you know, to make a dynasty out of this. So. I feel like it's just a tick. It's a ticking time bomb, man. It's a ticking it time is. Bomb. And the thing is, what just most people don't. Well, and that's the whole thing, though. Is is like with a ticking time bomb, what we don't take into consideration is all the ticks. Yeah. Right. We only really we we focus on the explosion, not understanding that it takes every single tick of that bomb to, to blow. Exactly. That is so true. If the last tick is said, and stops. Yeah. It's nothing. That's true. No, right? It needs every single tick to go through. So, like, this, yeah. it, really, it's just the ticking of the bomb that you're, we're in right now. Exactly. Right? And it could explode at any fucking moment. Yeah. Or it might not. Here's the, <laughs> here's, here's the beauty of that. Uh-huh. Neither of those things matter to me. Exactly. 100%. It's a process. It's a journey. It's not well, a destination. If it, if, it, if it happens, that's dope. But, like, dude... I'm okay right now. I'm the, when I drop this order off and as long as my buddy has my reward on the other end, I'm going to be able to pay rent. I'm going to be able to give my, my roommate January's rent. Mm-hmm. Right. Two weeks early. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to have both of my insurance payments for December and January paid. Mm-hmm. And I'll have cable paid as well. And that's all of my big expenses for January. Gotcha. And we're not even, we're in the middle of December. And dude, the bomb is still ticking. Mm. Right? So I'm still good and the bomb is ticking. Gotcha. Right? I'm still good when the bomb explodes. And I'm still good if the bomb doesn't tick anymore. Yeah. So like I'm in... And that's what really fucks with me, dude, sometimes is I'm in such a spot in my life right now that I shouldn't be miserable at all. It's not even that I have no reason to be miserable. I just, I, there's, there's, it's just, it just isn't like, there's nothing in my life that is bad. Exactly. All of the stuff that was causing me grief Mm -hmm. is gone. And even though I'm sad about some of it, it's not weighing me down anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right, like worrying, exactly. worrying how people feel about me or, you know, like when they're going to message me next or if they're going to check in, if they actually give a fuck, all of those things, like all of that doubt, I don't have any of that in any of my friends anymore. I know where we sit. Mm-hmm. Right. And I also know that I can detach from people and just been like, well, if that's the way that it is, that's okay. And just let them go. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hold on to anybody anymore because, yeah. because what I'm real like, and you said it well too, is, you know, I used to look at other people as the ticking time bomb, 
right? And going like excited about when they're going to explode. Mm-hmm. But I never really allowed myself to feel my own ticks as well. Mm. Because I'm a ticking time bomb too. And at some point, I will explode. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoping that it's a positive impact. Yeah. Right? Because it could go super south. I mean, like, you know, the, the last time someone that really wanted to do art got denied, a lot of people died. Mm-hmm. Right? If Hitler was accepted into art school and went off and became an artist... None of that shit would have happened. And let's just say that that's not necessarily true either. If Hitler was just a plant, like if you think about it that way, and people like there's above people than him, right? Just like there's above people that are dictating what race we're running right now too. Yeah. Right? Um, If Hitler went to art school, he wouldn't be the person that's vilified. It would be somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just like if Trump didn't get into office, if it was like. Think about it this way. OK, so. There's a bunch of people that are of a different um, skin tone that are being basically captured and taken away from their families. In the United States right now. People are being trafficked. Mm. Through through the government legal system. And. Think about it this way. It's so much easier to be like, Trump's a piece of shit for letting this happen. Yeah. But if he didn't, if he didn't run and he wasn't in the election or he lost to Clinton, right? Would people be bad-mouthing Hillary Clinton? Exactly. If Barack Obama ran for a third term and ICE still did the things that they're doing, would people be bad-mouthing a black president? How can you do that? He's black. He has immunity. How can you get bad, mad at, at Hillary Clinton? She has immunity. She's a woman. And she's the first president, first, first female president. See what I'm saying? Yeah. No, right? I agree. Right? Like, you really legitimately, if you, like, what... You can't, you're not allowed to care in this world anymore. Mm-hmm. In order to operate as a human being, you have to shut all of those senses down and just not give a fuck. Yeah. Right? So, again, if people are offended, one that's about you, and two, come talk to me. Actually, legitimately have a conversation with me, and you will see. And do you, know, you want to know one of the reasons why people stop talking to me during arguments? Mm-hmm. Is because... I break down their argument to the degree that they feel bad about themselves. Mm. Like that they're super embarrassed. Mm. Right? That's usually what happens though. I mean, but like, just... don't, don't fucking tell Mike Tyson that he's a piece of shit if you just started boxing class. Exactly. Don't get in the ring with that fucking tiger. He'll chew you alive. If, I mean, it's true. It's just, I agree, man. I mean, so many things that we, you know, have just kind of went not back and forth on, but just kind of like just looked at it with different pers- perspectives on it. And I feel like if you don't have a high enough intelligence, um, I feel like that's what's going to happen. You know, you're 
your point of view is going to get broken down, then you're going to be embarrassed because you understand you weren't even standing on anything. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I, that's that's what I feel like it is, honestly. A lot of times people aren't standing on anything and then you can see past that, you know, past a, like, in a sense, deception or, you know what I'm saying, that they're not standing on anything that's bullshit, whatever they're kind mm-hmm. of talking about. You know, you just kind of break that down in a sophisticated way, it sounds like, and they get mad. Oh, oh, oh you're breaking what I'm saying down. Oh, my God. You know, like, yeah, don't, like, don't talk. So we can only go for two hours. Oh, wow. I guess so. It hit the two-hour okay, two mark because I saw it was like at 159 and then it was ticking and then it just said, Get here. So I we can, it, you can only go for two hours. We hit I, that motherfucking time limit, boy. Damn. <laughs> you only get an hour when it's yourself. Wow, and they give you two. It's another person, an hour each. Yeah, dude, that's pretty dope. Can't honestly believe we even hit that. It really doesn't feel like whenever we're talking, it's so just free-flowing. It's timeless. You know what it is? So I don't exist really in time. Like, I see a a number on my clock that says 406. Yeah. The fuck is that? (laughs) Right? The fuck is that? What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? That doesn't mean jack shit. You know what right now is happening? There's still light outside, which means that there's still stuff that I could do if I really wanted to, to outside yeah. in the light or yeah. inside in the light. All yeah. that matters is what you do in the time that the sun is up and what you do in the time that the sun is down while you're awake. Yeah. Other than that, nothing really fucking matters. Right. Not and either. yes, it is like time is an address. Like 407 is an address. Right. It's 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 it, or the equivalency of an address. Right. Like it's a it's if, if I told you to be at the casino. Right. That's the same thing as me saying 407. Yeah. Right. You know what that means. Right. So when I say let's meet at four. You get it. Right. I can't just be like, hey, let's meet in the moment. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Ooh. Right. But once you transcend out of that and understand that it doesn't really matter that four o'clock exists, what matters is this. If you need to schedule your life so much that you need to be in four o'clock, that's okay. But if you don't, what matters more is someone messaging you saying, hey, do you have time to record? And you on the reverse saying, you know what I do right now, or I might need another 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. I, I go by I don't go by um, digital time or like time time and I don't go by calendars. Yeah, I go by I, I accept minutes, seconds and hours. Right. And days. Right. But I don't accept time in, in the way that we're forced to think of it. Right. Think about it this way. Um, old clocks, old hand clocks, old watches. You know what they're a representation of? Look at them. What shape are they? What shape do they make? Yeah. Right? Is that not a loop? Exactly. So when you stay in a 12-hour clock, you're staying in two loops. Like earrings. Either side. Yep. Right? You go through one ring, then you go through the other ring. Like crazy eights, infinity. That's all it is. Right? If you expand that other one out and it's a wavelength, right? Yep. But 
if you start living your life instead by moments, it doesn't fucking, you don't feel the, the weight of time, the stress of time pulling on you. Exactly. Living in that internal now. That Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Right. right. And that's how I live most of my life. Like I said, not trying to cut this short, but oh, um, fuck yeah, dude. I probably will start getting ready. Um, what are what are you doing? Like, is it? Can you say what you're doing tonight, or like, is it like no. a cool ass event, or is it something that? Yeah, my friend, um, he he fights. He's like a like MMA type fighter. He's actually just starting. This is his first fight, and he just kind of invited me to go out there. So, dude, um, that's exciting. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Just you know, just being a good friend, trying to support, man. Just the same thing I would want. So, fuck yeah, man. I used to. I have a buddy that does improv. And anytime that he does something like new in it, like something a big step for him, I make sure that I'm at every single show. Yeah, man. I'm telling you little things like that. People really appreciate it because would you appreciate it? And we all know yes. So send out that same energy, man. That's a fact. It's a good ass friend. Fuck Um, yeah. Well, um, any last words? Everybody have a good rest of your night. Good thing for tuning in. And uh, there will be a lot more waves to be surfed. Fuck yeah. You know what? I told I, I told a friend today. I, I didn't say like you, but I was just like, I have a buddy that usually says something along these lines. And I think it would be good. And I think like a very first shirt that you put out, if um, it says stay blessed on it. Oh, OK. Would be like a, a, a dope Logan, but a slogan. But I really mm-hmm. think that 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 fits you. Yeah. Right. You always tell me to have a blessed day. Right. And And it's just like, you know, like. When I think about you, that's what I think about. Yeah. It's like, stay blessed. Yeah. I hear it. Shit. Right. You definitely so, be on there. Trust me. <laughs> so sure. so that's that's my last words to everybody. I'm going to steal yours. Stay blessed. It, stay blessed, everybody. I hear it, man. Well, I'll connect with you tomorrow. You have a good rest of your night. And like I said, everybody you, stay blessed. <laughs> stay blessed. And to your boy, too. Hope he has a blessed night. And, and whether he wins or loses... Gets the experience that he wanted. Exactly. Exactly. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. Right. All right, man. Best to you. We'll talk soon. You too, man. Have a great night. All right. You too. Peace.